Yeah. Oh, it was good. All right. So, uh, welcome back. This is Deep Look Into the Abyss, where I, myself, Michael, and Brian discuss conspiracy theories. Uh, this week's episode, this isn't even a theory, this is just out there now. Bohemian Grove. <laughs> well, so what is Bohemian Grove? Um, Bohemian Grove, well, it's been around for about, there's a club actually, we'll call it Bohemian Club. So the club has been around for, for about 120 plus years now. And the lot of land they have is 2,700 acres. 2,700 acres. In, That's a lot. In, in, like in, in nowhere of Sonoma County, Cali. Right, northern Cali in a redwood grove, 2,700 acres in the middle of nowhere. So, people that have been seen by the locals attending, or even pictures, we have prime ministers, presidents, chancellors, all from all over, um, high elitist accountants, bankers, um, a lot of people out there in the geopolitical hierarchy now there are roughly over 2,000 people that attend and what they do essentially is Alex Jones if people who don't know who Alex Jones is uh, he's the man who broke this case and he is um, he is viewed as right-wing but he claims to not have not belong to a faction um, but he is a journalist for Infowars and he described this as Luciferian, Babylonian, mysterious religious ceremonies, uh, allegedly. And these ladies, what they do is they worship this fifty or this this forty-five foot stone owl god Moloch. Now Moloch is a character of the Old Testament, mentioned in Levit, excuse me, Leviticus. In the Bible, but who, what is Moloch exactly? I think he's a demon, to be honest. Moloch. So, in the in the Babylonian text, Moloch was this character in which this is this is a little dark in which their parents, their, this being, would influence these parents to willingly throw their children in pits of fire. Now, what this ceremony is, exactly, it's dark. What this ceremony is, is these leaders getting together, wearing these red and gold robes, and they burn this human in effigy. And effigy is like they burn this mock human sacrifice. They have this mock human sacrifice thing, and they there's someone man over a loudspeaker that has a scripture he reads and there are bits of latin and essentially it's just this weird cult for the elitists it's they even have a motto they have a motto waving spiders really i'm not here oh wow (laughs) (laughs) yeah um 
But see, the original group was founded by local artists, writers, and press. And they wanted to get away from the traditional uh, Judeo-Christian ethics. Um, and they did. Some admitted an obsession with the occult and what they called jurid, jurid ceremonies. Now, previous members actually include Howard Taft, Herbert Hoover, Dwight D. Eisenhower, Ronald Reagan, and Richard Nixon. And it's claimed that these ceremonies essentially... What it, what it does for these leaders is it, it elevates them to a, quote-unquote, higher status in the geopolitical power structure of, of the society we live in. And Alex Jones, when he's inside this place, he's walking around with a camera, a hidden camera. And you see skulls on the, like, mounted archways when you're walking. And skulls on trees and skulls just in random places so there's lots of symbols of death around bohemian grove that alex jones um exposes damn but it's fucking creepy don't share but brown research what did you what did you think about this whole this whole thing honestly bro I think it's some demonic stuff that they're doing. Like, if you're aware, some uh, some powerful people or celebrities, you see, you see some of them be in their fifties and act young. For example, like Jennifer, Lewis. she was fifty and working oh, at the no. Super Bowl. <laughs> and. Brian, sometimes that's just youth, bro. The power of youth. <laughs> yeah, exactly. The power of youth. That's what I was about to get into. I feel like the Bohemian Grove, yeah. sometimes, I mean, I feel like, yeah, they get children. They get, like, the children they had from, like, human trafficking and stuff to the Bohemian Grove. Bro, I don't think it's that deep. I think it's an effigy. I don't, I don't, I don't I, really I think I think it have. is, bro, because, like, mo- like, what you said, like, molding. Mm-hmm. He convinced yeah. parents to put their children into the fire. Willingly. Yeah, willingly. And I believe that, like, they bring children, they have children over there in the Bohemian Grove. See, but the thing about Bohemian Grove is Bohemian Grove is recognized by a lot of other people as like existing and like so oh one thing actually hold on back to like the whole elevation of power so there's one guy actually so the central bank chairman alan greenspan so this guy was seen leaving the uh leaving bohemian grove this was a month before his promotion his promotion actually was promoted to federal chairman of the federal reserve this was a month before he visited Bohemian Grove. So this is like, this guy went to Bohemian Grove and experienced that whole occult to return to, to reality and society elevated on their power structure. Essentially, this is, this is granting him his spot as the chairman of the Federal Reserve. Mm-hmm. But, oh, also the Manhattan Project. 
Yeah, the Manhattan Project was um, also a decision that was made in the Bohemian Grove. Bohemian Grove, yeah. There's a lot. There was um, Bohemian Grove is is credited for uh, a lot, and there was actually. So remember, we're talking about media use and pop culture and how it influences others to think another another way or or mislead ideas yeah. or possible theories. So there was this quote unquote shift. There's like a satirical version of Bohemian Grove of like a pamphlet that was released and it exposed this was this was produced actually by someone by by those who were of Bohemian Grove membership. This is produced by them, and it's a satirical version of what their group was. And essentially, it was just like a like a tactic. I think it was a tactic to be like, yeah, we exist, but man, we definitely we definitely burn human sacrifices and worship our God. And people obviously aren't going to think take this seriously. This is a satirical version of what they're producing. Yeah. It's just a joke. Yeah, also like so using this to influence the opposite idea. Just like Men in Black in the movies. You know what I mean? Yeah. Also now was like as many sim- symbolic mm-hmm. like in Greece, ancient Greece, and you know like how uh, our founding fathers they derived many ideas from the ancient Roman and ancient Greek. Like the owl, it's in Greece, it was used as a symbol of victory. And it's pretty weird how they came up with like the Manhattan Project and the Bohemian Grove. And then later, they just completely obliterated Hiroshima and Nagasaki. Yeah. And their owl is. Yeah. Mm hmm. For anyone who doesn't know what the Manhattan Project was, it was this uh, top-secret project conducted by the U.S. military after, well, leading up to the end of World War II, where essentially it was just the atomic bomb in development. So that's 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 just what the Manhattan Project was. It was just plan to create this atomic bomb, this this bomb of destruction. And this whole plan was thought to have been developed here at the Bohemian Grove. Um, but actually, this one, this one dude, former German Chancellor uh, Helmut Schmidt, or Helmut Schmidt. So he, and he has, he wrote a crap ton of memoirs. But he claimed in one of his memoirs that. The major secret establishments that run the world are the Trilateral Commission, the Bilderberg Group, and, of course, he mentions Bohemian Grove. So the Trilateral Commission, it was a non-governmental, I put that in air quotes, non-partisan discussion group founded by David Rockefeller. David Rockefeller was a member Exactly. Yes. No, but this is a trick. This is David Rockefeller. Yes, it was exactly. 
The Trilato Commission was also founded by the Rockefellers, but they're also Jeffrey Epstein was also a character that had something to do with the Trilato Commission. Damn. So when it really comes down to it, it's, a lot of these people are just linked, connected. And Bilderberg Group, actually. Um, so, the Bilderberg Group, they're just, it's just an annual, it's essentially an annual conference used to, they, it's used to, quote-unquote, foster dialogue between Europe and North America. Pretty much they're just saying, we're bringing the elite leaders of North America and Europe together to steer this world in one direction that fits our agenda. So that's what, well, my theory, that's what the Bilderberg Group is. Considering that Schmidt credits the Bilderberg Group and the Trilateral Commission and Bohemian Grove as the major world powers that run the world. Um, but there's also groups. Brian, you know Skull and Bone Society, right? I'm, I'm aware, but I'm not that informed on it. Um, so it was, it was an undergrad senior secret student society at Harvard. Oh, yeah. Boy. Yeah. Um, and the, the actual, actually all, all Bush presidents, last Bush presidents and um, the rest in the Bush family actually were attendees of the Skull Bone Society. They were in Skull Bone Society. And in relation to Skull and Bones, there's actually another party that's credited called the Chatham House. Just their slogan alone is the Royal Institute of International Affairs. So think. Royal Institute of International Affairs. This, this is just they're trying to get people from all over the world to create this central central bond, central central government with one common agenda. Um, that's Chatham House. <laughs> God. But Brian, have you seen the Family? The Family on Netflix? No. Yeah, Netflix. Never heard of that's what uh that's another right wing occult not occultist but right wing conservative Christian It's like a agenda, this plot to kind of rule the world. Mm. But Molek research wise, um he so he was a mentioned in the Bible so he was worshipped and marked by okay so this is he was worshipped and marked by the sacrifice of children offered by their own parents so these parents would willingly offer their children to this owl god Molik which kind of sounds like a, a demonic figure to me and he was a canon um, god he was, yes he actually was he was he was sacrifice through fire Sounds yes, so a he, lot like modern society, if, you say, if I say so myself. But the fact, 
but the fact that we have our political leaders here at this place worshiping this thing dude they have this long ceremony for this owl god this demonic creature the leaders of our world that run everything and they were they're part of a cult are you serious (laughs) you you are aware of who the phoenicians are right phoenicians yeah yeah he was he was also worshipped among the phoenicians phoenicians the but yeah you can get go ahead go ahead go ahead the phoenicians who pretty much started the who created the alphabet the first alphabet I'm Mm -hmm. pretty sure and the Phoenicians, bro, I'm I'm pretty sure they were in no holy civilization. I'm pretty sure they were in a cult-like civilization. See, the thing is with a lot of... It's interesting. You see a lot of these powerful leaders, when they have everything in the world possible, they have all this money, they don't know what to do. So they turn to these occultist rituals which is I, I dude I mean there's other hobbies you can try yeah I, like golfing yeah a lot of people golf <laughs> a lot of politicians do it I don't I don't see why burning a human in effigy and praising this owl god what what does that do <laughs> personally and it's crazy because, like, there have been instances where there were shamans in the White House where senators use astrology to make decisions, to make political decisions. And it's like, I, I don't know. It's just, it's just these spiritual, these spiritual, I guess, reaches that people are taking that they're trying to use to to rule the world. Jeez. I think, like, this spot where people worship this demonic creature is the same spot in which the first atomic bomb discussion was was created, allegedly. Allegedly. Um... It's, it's wild. Yeah, to be honest. Where, see, did you see, did you watch the video with Alex Jones? Uh, no, I haven't seen it. But Moloch. The video? Oh, sorry. Go ahead. No, 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 no. He, go ahead, go ahead. I was looking at some pictures. He wasn't depicted as a, mm. an owl. Like, how they depict it now in the Bohemian Grove. He was like a bull. He was really? a bull like figure. But it was to the same extent that that dark, twisted story in which it was sacrificed. It sacrificed children to this creature. But Alex Jones, his document, well, when he documented this, it's like he's walking in and the whole ceremony itself was super eerie so eerie so 
they start where the ceremony is surrounded by this kind of like small pond type of thing and there's spectators on one side and the ceremony and a stage happening on the other side and the god the statue of Molik kind of sits there on the other side of the excuse me adjacent to the audience so the people partaking in the ceremony they march in in rows of three and they have they all have torches lit and they march around they march from one side of the stage down and they light this effigy and it and it burns and this guy starts saying stuff over this loudspeaker and I, I remember there's one thing he said that was oh great owl we thank you for thy adoration and they play these like trumpets and these it's like this loud triumphant music but it's like the feeling you get is so disturbing it's so eerie and when you watch it it's just like what is this it's you gotta watch that video dude it's it's dark it's it's pretty creepy um and Moloch himself though It's just, there's a lot of, it's interesting that this character is the one they chose. Also, um, in the Hebrew Bible, um, it says, Moloch makes his appearance as a demon in Paradise Lost, but appears much earlier in Leviticus as a bull-headed mm-hmm. god who, forgive me if I pronounce this right or not, Yahweh warned the Canaanites to stop worshiping. And Yahweh, I don't know if it's Yahweh or something else, but Yahweh, uh, he was like, he's the, he's God pretty much. The, like, the name of God in, like, the the Hebrew Bible, the Christian Bible, Catholic Bible, and all of that, you know? And it's saying that Yahweh is uh, wanting people to like not worship Moloch but that's that's wild because you see the same parallel I feel like so so, so what, what did you say in the beginning it was a failed paradise no it was it, that, no, it was in a paradise lost a paradise lost so where do our where do our elites see our planet as a paradise lost in which they are are able to conduct these ceremonies? Like think like think about that. If that's Moloch's true representation, Moloch's actual meaning or his mean the meaning of what of what Moloch is. Why is why is that the character in which they chose? Because he's associated with child sacrifice, pretty much. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's... but in comparison to like our planet, our world. Honestly, I don't even know because like, it, like you said in the Bohemian Grove, like they came up with like a lot of like changing ideas. Like Manhattan mm-hmm. Project, 
etc. And the thing is, I th- I feel like so this grove. I think in comparison to what they call Lost Paradise, I feel like this grove oh, no, is where Lost Paradise. Paradise Lost was a place. Oh, they're trying to recreate this then. At Bohemian Grove. Okay. So essentially, Bohemian Grove would be that place in which they go through these rituals to try to create this lost paradise again. Trying to push their agenda in favor of their paradise. You see, you get me? I get that. Okay. So. Damn. <laughs> that's crazy imagine going like every third third week and of and March every year uh, character used in English literature Moloch? really? in what literature though? John Milton's Paradise Lost like I was saying earlier in 1667 and Alan okay. Ginsberg's Howell in 1955 which is really recent yeah extremely recent see this is this is so this is the time Moloch is already recognized not not a mass scale but it's aware especially with these English writers authors but to then at like that point Where did America pick it up? <laughs> like, where does this come from? Yeah. And then, considering the fellowship, have you? Do you know uh, the fellowship? No, I'm not aware. Fellowship group. So the fellowship group is another. Um, I can't say a cultist group, but they are a conservative right wing group that is in Washington. Oh, this is um, what the documentary the is about. Or they, this DC. show the family, DC. They're in Washington DC, and um, they work under this. They work this man. He actually he he died recently, but this guy's name was Doug Coe, and this dude was one of the leading evangelical priests. Evangelical, well, just evangelicalists in general. He was, a, he was an influence from the United States to areas in which diplomacy and government affiliation would be almost impossible. Like he, he actually, uh, so Doug Cohen, actually, I'm trying to remember, I don't remember the name of this dude. Um, one of his, one of his affiliates. And he- so like yeah yeah yeah, go ahead president bush uh bones and society Mm. he praised uh cole who's in the nut doug cole yeah and that was shit yeah and i feel like all these groups like they're out they are all connected somehow everything is connected at some point somehow like Especially with our world leaders. Yep. 
especially because Doug Coe, that was what his mission was with the Fellowship. This man tried to connect every single possible person on this planet with his agenda through Christianity. He, it was almost like he was Jehovah's Witness, but politically. But the thing that scares me with, with Doug Coe is he compared his Fellowship Brotherhood to that of Hitler. He compared his fellowship to the bond and brotherhood that Hitler had with his Third Reich and how strong that bond was. We kind of see how that turns out, but the fact that he compares his brother or his 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 entire brotherhood of Christians to this tyrannical fascist group a little concerning. Yeah, I'll be honest. They're all evil. Mm. <laughs> I don't care if he's like an evangelical leader, bro. I feel like he's evil. Mm. But there's see the thing is about their ideas, one thing that one thing that stuck out is it was very classist classism based. And it looks so weird. So Mm-hmm. Oh, never mind. Never mind. Come on, bro. You yeah, gotta say it mind. now. You have me. <laughs> all this, all you gotta say it. Like, you gotta say it now. Like it's so weird. Like how they all have like connections and stuff. Douglas Cole, Bush, and they're all like political leaders and stuff. And they like, and like most. Like most of the important events, like they had a connection to it. Like 9/11, bro. Like mm-hmm. George Bush, he was president during that time, and after 9/11, bro, everything changed in America. It, like it changed, even changed mm-hmm. the whole world. Like everyone, every like wait, I wouldn't know, but after 9/11, everything was like all security, all this and that. Like there, yeah, some yeah, like, er- everyone's like. Yeah has to say this and that like it's some weird shit who knows maybe uh maybe this is a controversial thought maybe 9-11 was also a thing in the bohemian world Mm, staged by yeah but also interesting that that would be yeah but also then again the united states had another file, a CIA file that got disclassified, that they were going to do something similar to that, but in Florida, and blame it on Cuba. Actually, yes. It's called Operation Northwoods. Mm-hmm. This was during JFK. During JFK's um, presidency, um, the CIA wanted JFK to fire upon the American soil in Florida and stage an attack like the Cubans were attacking Florida to go to war with Cuba. So this is all staged. Just staging just to go to war. This is what this is what essentially Operation Northwoods was. And it didn't happen, of course. JFK scrapped that. And also I also think that's another reason why he was assassinated. Um, which will be that'll be another episode we'll discuss JFK's assassination but yeah Operation Northwoods um, 
that was also declassified. It's a good thing that declassified too, though. Mm. Especially Northwoods. It's, it's and then same thing with um, Northwoods, but that was also probably a grove, a grove, Bohemian grove. Um, type of thought process or or idea yeah um some sort of some sort of thought that was but that was a spawn of bohemian i don't grove. think jfk had like anything to do with the bohemian grove like mm. i'm not aware at least i don't believe so he actually he rejected the plan itself he didn't want to follow through with this plan because Bay of Pigs. So I, I'm not sure if this is before, or after Bay of Pigs. But Bay of Pigs was a was a terrible loss. It was a really bad L for the U.S. The Bay of Pigs is for anyone listening uh, unaware of the Bay of Pigs. It was just this invasion that the U.S. would take on Cuba with the CIA and CIA forces would invade this one part of Cuba from an, from a port and neutralize they would say neutralize Fidel Castro um but their mission was cut short when there was information relayed back and they expected the invasion and they were actually there was actually a um a a double of Castro there are a crap ton of attempts on Castro's life during his during his reign in Cuba we'll talk about as well later but pretty much this invasion goes south and the United States looks terrible on it because they're going against uh, UN UN law at this time Um, and JFK screwed that up but Operation Northwoods I, I, I don't I don't think JFK was fully behind because he, he rejected the idea the operation itself but there wasn't there wasn't actual concrete evidence well honestly he fully opposed it just never happened I mean that's the only concrete evidence but yeah. you're saying honestly yeah. Why they have to go to like all the way to the Bay of Pigs though? They could just went to Havana. It's pretty close to like Florida. Mm-hmm. But if anything, it's just the invasion itself. It's just an example of another another. It's just a failed attempt that the United States, the United States, trying to overturn overturn a communist government somewhere and it's I mean if that's one failed attempt just consider the attempts that were success successful for the CIA where where they were able to overthrow some sort of government somewhere I'm per- dude honestly the CIA yeah they, they have like they have like so much successful operations it's crazy like they, they like bro, I don't even know how they do it. Like no, die, die isn't there for a reason. Cause them do the smartest, smart, like super smart. Mm-hmm. 
It's it's actually the well the CIA they were they were um I believe they were the spawn after they spawned after JFK or before JFK excuse me they spawned before JFK and they were known as the OSS the Office of Strategic Services at that point JFK wanted to scrap them and get rid of them the essentially the CIA Central Intelligence uh, Central intelligence agency what they do is deal with foreign affairs um they that's why they were in cuba they were um also the seal team that took out bin laden that those weren't navy seals that was a cia mission of cia agents but navy seal trained yes those were cia agents dude but if you look at the photos yes if you look at the if you look at the photos of the men, they don't have any American credentials on their on their gear. Everything is blank. So if those men were killed and, and found out, they they could not trace the U.S. back. Shit. Yeah. Um. But that was a CIA held. That was a CIA operated mission. And actually, uh, there's a lot of there's there's CIA operated. There's actually a movie, Kill the Messenger, actually. Um, where the CIA was used to help, they they paid these these Nicaraguan drug lords to smuggle in cocaine into the United yeah, States. Um, yes. So, actually, that'll be for another episode, Brian. We can't, <laughs> wait, we gotta we gotta that'll be another episode. That's CIA a whole other episode. That would be a very interesting. <laughs> but the CIA has a lot. The CIA has a lot that they have dug their nose into. Um, but JFK essentially wants to get rid of the CIA. They were they were meddling in foreign affairs, and that's not that's not what, what we were in favor of. According to the Monroe Doctrine, the United States would stay have foreign affairs. And this is what the CIA did. The, the CIA did the opposite of that. Yeah, um, the CIA wants to get into everyone's nose. I mean, just look at what happened to Vietnam. Yeah, but the thing is, that's a, that's an internationally, or that's a government, that's a nationally run agency. Yeah. And they and a lot of their decisions probably are the spawn of, or probably do come from Bohemian yeah, as well. I, I wouldn't like those world leaders. I wouldn't be surprised. you go sound very far <laughs> um but i think back to back to the grove itself i kind of want to go dude <laughs> it's, it's and even just talking with locals the locals at bohemian grove they were they were somewhat aware of what was happening and there were rumors um, some some of the locals there didn't didn't believe didn't believe the rumors that were for that were that were told about the grove and, and the whole human effigy. Um, but it's almost like one of those things where how how does something you live so close to? Yeah, but. I f- like they don't try to research. Like, come on, you gotta you gotta at least research or do something. And try to figure out information about this <laughs> because I'm not trying to live like 
30 feet from some some occult, right. you know? Dude, if I live next to an occult, bro, oh my god. Hell. <laughs> Shit, like, Latin. Latin hymns and, like, Dude, honestly, that would be crazy. Imagine candles. just waking up to that one day. We got home. Yeah. Latin hymns and candles burning everywhere. They've got, they've got like, these long robes. Dude, honestly, yeah. <laughs> Golden scarves. I'd be scared, bro. I'd be <laughs> and this is actually that's the exact tire attire they wore bohemian grove like they wore these velvet silk robes and these gold with these golden no right like Are golden writing yeah all in these robes and they had like these golden these golden like scarf type things what? yeah it was really it was super creepy and actually they, there was at one point in the ceremony where all the torches and lamps went dark and there was a flare that shot out and the man on the um this the overhead speaker he blared something out and screamed and it was like it sent shivers up your spine it was why it was crazy and after they they praised the god the the owl statue and torches were relit and then they lit the effigy but it was super creepy it was like it was like it was like sitting there watching watching some sort of oh my gosh right now playing Resident Evil and you're like trying to peek around the corner and something's, something's oh, about to hey. cap on you <laughs> yeah Bro, uh, honestly, dude, Alex Jones has some pretty big nuts for going in there. <laughs> Props to him. Honestly, I'm not a big fan of him, but honestly, that, I give him props. That is really true, because Alex Jones went into this foreign environment with, well, estimated 2,000 people. To, to figure out the truth of what this really is. 2,000 like, figures were in the yes. Bohemian Grove at the time? Like, doing the... Well, so, 2,000 people are those that attend. But there's all, there's people that, that participate in the ceremony, and there's people that watch and spectate. So not everyone participates. Yeah, 2,000 is a lot of, yeah. Well, considering out of uh, 7 billion people, the... 2000 these are the global elitists well some of them at least imagine elon musk there <laughs> Dude, honestly, i think elon musk would be into would be in something like that i, don't know. I honestly hope he wouldn't because he's the only hope i yeah, have me too. i really hope he wouldn't be but it's funny because like a lot of things that alex jones discusses parallels to what um, Elon Musk has discussed before. Actually, there's there's discussion they had on on um, parallel universes where transcending our intelligence, the way Alex Jones described, mirrored that of how Elon Musk described it, and it was it was it was really it was really scary. <laughs> Alex Jones is one of those figures where he says a lot of wild stuff 
um, and a lot of it some some of it is credible a lot of much of it is actually credible like this story itself is very much credible because Alex Jones wasn't the only reporter he wasn't the only journalist here like on the story there were um, journalists from the UK that covered this and his wife was actually with him yeah there were UK journalists that's covered this story as well that were that actually took the journey with him um yeah it was pretty crazy so this is definitely incredible story it's just sometimes the stuff jones says is not as credible yeah, he could have gone like murdered if he went there dude honestly mm-hmm. facts just watching the camera clip you see how it get grabbed dude honestly well, that and he snatches that's crazy that's, that's some traumatizing stuff right there Mm. It's so crazy that like the Bohemian Grove and other like occultist like thing occultist like groups are happening within our world, dude. And this is like this isn't new either, dude. This has happened for this has happened for a yeah, while. Yeah, exactly. The Illuminati was one of the first. 1776 is when they started. That was a, they're, they're originally a bunch of Germans. Yeah, that was yeah. a German society at first. Yeah, and they were actually outlawed because they became too powerful. They had a lot of influence. So the, 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 the government outlawed this group. Imagine having a following so large, your government outlaws you. And they were in secret as well. So like this wasn't a government, this wasn't a society that was out there. Illuminati was a secret society. Yeah, dude, and they got seized in just fourteen years. Mm. That's a lot. I mean, a lot. Yeah, yeah. Like, that's that's a very short. It's a yeah, short time. Exactly. And but oh, and same with the free stonemasons. The stonemasons. Yeah, free stonemasons. Oh, the Freemasons. Yep. Dude, honestly, bro, they're, they're everywhere. Them. The Freemasons, I feel, I feel they, like really, they really are. Yes, the Freemasons founded the Bohemian Grove. I'm pretty sure. I wouldn't. I so I think. Actually, the funny thing is, so they were Judeo. It, they, the founders claim they were Judeo Christian. Judeo Christians that were. Judeo- Judeo Christians. So yeah, Judeo Christians, and they were artists, writers, and, and a lot of a lot of press. But like see, that's that's also the same. Yeah, that's also the same agenda-wise identity. That's a, that's a similar. That's a, practically the same identity of Freemasons. But they were more. The Freemasons were more so Protestant, Protestant Christian. Because it was a lot of the founding fathers that were that were actually Freemasons. Ben Franklin was a Freemason. Yeah. Uh, George Washington was a Freemason. Um, Frederick Douglass, I believe, as well, was a Freemason. No, was Frederick it? Douglass? Oh, it could have been Booker T. Booker, it could have been Booker T. Washington. There's there's one oh, black Booker figure. T. Um, Washington. Booker T. Washington. That's who it was. Booker T. Washington was a Freestone Mason. So William Morgan. You know William Morgan? Yes, yes, yeah, it was a freestone mason. He tried um, exposing them. He did, and he was not successful. 
it's it's always crazy when people try to expose these groups. There's always they feel it's always some underlying story like oh suicide or oh they went missing. Exactly. Mm-hmm. A lot of these stories are followed up with suicide. And I'm pretty sure uh, Hitler was a Freemason too, but I'm not too sure. I think trying to think because he who's the who's the pope i mean the pope before uh mm. pope francis i forgot his name uh benedict, yes, benedict the benedict the 16th i believe it was he was also i mean i, I, I believe I, yeah not there was this picture of him doing a double satanic mm. salute which what? You know the rock star, like the thing, the rock star, like, what they do with their hands. That's the oh. oh, see, actually, so I mean, that's very loosely perceived as a satanic salute. That whole, I know what you're talking about with with your pointer finger, pinky yeah, but up, come on, let's and your real. thumb. The Pope doesn't listen to rock and roll. That's that's also true, <laughs> but. Um, I don't know the Pope figure, Pope, Pope, and religion and manipulation will be another episode. Yep, that we will discuss. Um, same thing with the CIA and their covert operations. That'll be another episode. But as of today, the Bohemian Grove is still up and running. <laughs> there are still. Um, annual meetings will have Bohemian Grove. Uh, I mean, you can go there any time of year, but I don't know when you'll be able to. If you, if you really want to see them, go to mid July, somewhere around mid <laughs> Yeah, July will be if about you go right. Missing, that's on you. Yeah, we can't, we can't help you there. Um, but thank you for tuning in today's podcast. Um, and next week we will be discussing CIA's operations and their underlying agendas and their shadow operations um, going in depth in depth into into their um, raid on Osama's Osama bin Laden's compound as well but until next week thank you for listening and Peace out. Peace.